Here we go again. Welcome to Drinking Beer, Talking Fantasy Sports. This is episode eight. My name is Christian Parise. John Ryder's here too. How's it going, buddy? Good. Uh, week one is in the books um, for the fantasy football season, so I'm, I'm doing well. How'd you nice. make out there? Yeah, I went five for five, which will never happen again this year, but uh, starting the season on a high note, that's for sure. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I How about was, you? Uh, I was First, four for five. Not too bad. Sweet. Yeah, it was. Really uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to go eighty percent the rest of the year too. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I just cracked cracked into a pretty strong beer here. It's uh, Tofino Brewing Company, obviously in Tofino, BC, on Va- uh, Vancouver Island. Their Cosmic Wave Double IPA. I was out at this brewery in the summer, and they didn't have this on then. But it's uh, 9% extra strong West Coast IPA. Uh, pretty crisp, clear, delicious, super hoppy, a little boozy. It's good. What do you got? Nice, nice. Um, so the weather's getting a little colder. Well, I'm sure it's been cold for you for a little bit. But uh, it, it's starting to feel like Porter... Uh, stout season kind of style beers for me so i picked up uh stranger than fiction from collective arts out of hamilton yeah it's definitely my go-to porter i love it i drink for this for the most part throughout the winter yeah that's a good Uh, beer yeah it it pours you know almost black um it's got a lot of like chocolate leather kind of coffee hints to it Uh, and it's it's a thinner porter which is pretty easy drinking uh, you can have a few of them, and you're not uh, you know you're not too full at the end of them. Nice, yeah, I've had a few myself over the years. So nice. A- Today we're gonna obviously do our news hits for NBA, MLB. Not a lot going on at NHL right now, so we're gonna skip that. And uh, NFL had a lot going on, so oh, yeah. do our news hits. Uh, we'll re- recap week one of the NFL. Uh, kind of talk about some games from the the next week coming up, week two that we're excited for, and of course. The League of League update. Yeah, that's going to evolve as we're recording because we're in the midst of a playoff matchup. So yeah, I'll either be real upset or doing a little better by the end. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, uh, NBA. Uh, not a whole lot going on. Um, John Wall. He used to be a pretty good fantasy player. He's somewhat relevant still, but him and the Houston Rockets have mutually agreed to part ways. Um, I know he wants out of there, and Houston trying to offload his salary. Uh, the big beneficiary from that would be Jalen Green, who was just drafted uh, in this past draft. Um, lots more playing time for him opens up with uh, John Wall moved out. Right on. Uh, MLB, just uh, you know, a few guys coming back from ten day IL. We got Jesse Winker, Lucas Giolito, and Tim Alice, Tim Tim Anderson. Pardon me. Um, all coming back from injury, so plug them back into the lineups if you have them. 
Uh, Wanda Franco is progressing to on-field activities. Uh, so nice to have the, uh, you know, highly touted rookie breakout kind of sensation back um, in fantasy lineups. I don't know if you'll be able to actually play him, you know, for the rest of this fantasy season, but uh, good outlook for, for next season. Uh, Noah Syndergaard starting to face some batters, which um, it's, it's not really relevant for fantasy, but, you know, Again, good for him heading into the offseason and the real-life uh, MLB playoffs. And uh, Mike Trout is just done for the year. So for those of you who are holding on to him, um, you can go ahead and drop him or hold on to him for next year if you're in a keeper dynasty league. Right on. And, yep. uh, yeah, I saw DeGrom, DeGrom was pitching again off the mound. But, again, I don't know if it's going to be fantasy relevant, if we're going to get him back here in the next week and a half. So. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he, the uh, best pitcher in baseball is done for fantasy purposes. That sucks. Yeah, I think he only yeah. threw ten pitches <laughs> off the mound. So, <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot. Nope. Um. Yeah, like you said, not a whole lot NHL wise, player news wise this week. Um. But NFL, of course, we kicked off week one of the fantasy football season, and it was a great first week, except it sure for was. a few injuries that we had. Yeah. Um, and it actually wasn't all that bad. But just to kick us off, uh, Mostert, done for the year, which is too bad. He had, uh, I think, two snaps or at least two touches for 20 yards. Um, and he looks like he's got a knee and ankle issue going on. He's going to have surgery, and he's done for the year. So feel free to dump him there. Uh, Fitzpatrick, he is out for six to eight weeks, and I don't know that many people had Fitzpatrick out of, outside of some deep two quarterback leagues, but it is an impact just for the offense as a whole. They'll get Taylor Heineke into there, um, who had one half of a fantastic game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> last year in the playoffs. Yep. So see what he can do. He's got a Thursday night matchup short week against the Giants, whose defense is actually okay. So see how that goes Thursday night. Um. Zach Martin was activated from the COVID list. That's a pretty big boost for the um, Baltimore. Is it Baltimore? Dallas. For Dallas. I knew that. I don't know why I questioned that. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that helps uh, get Zeke rolling a little bit and just opens up things for him a bit. But, uh, yeah. And then Judy, he unfortunately went out. Uh, he's gone for projected four to six weeks. Um, that's too bad because a lot of people picked him up as a breakout and things were looking good for him at the start of that game and then we noted it mm, after that Thursday night game but Gallup is out three to five weeks so right. maybe a few extra targets to go around there yeah yeah that uh, that Judy injury I thought it looked a lot worse like it's I'm surprised it's only four to six that looked like kind of what uh, Dak Prescott went through last year so uh, yeah. Silver lining, he will be back this season. We'll see how it goes. Most of it was only supposed to be eight weeks, and then we got the news today of the surgery, For and sure. it's a season. But, yeah. Um, uh, anything you can act on with those injuries? Yeah, the uh, most of injury sent uh, a spending free, um, you know, throughout the fantasy fantasy world with fab budgets. I've seen people spend as much as, a, like, their entire fab budget to try, try to get him into their lineups. Um, I picked him up in one league. I spent about 30% of my budget. It's a tough one. 
you know, he could he could be like an Antonio Brown from last year, or he could just get lost in the shuffle. They do have they do have guys there, so it, and it is uh, you know a committee approach generally in in San Francisco. Tough to say. Um, you mean Antonio but, Gibson? <laughs> yeah, and I say Antonio Brown. Pardon me. Yeah, you always have him <laughs> on your mind. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, nice catch there. Yeah. No, other than um, that, yeah, Heineke's not really like you're not going to play him in a lot of lineups. Um, no. And mm. yeah, with the Jared Judy injury, um, I I don't know that anybody steps in and you know replaces all of his his targets, but Tim Patrick, um, KJ. Hamler, is that his last name? Yeah, Hamler, yeah. Those two guys are probably split. Um, it, it opens up more targets for Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant for sure. So, Yeah. Patrick was actually pretty good, like a flex-worthy player last year, but they also had Sutton and Fant out for Sutton all year. Fant yep. off and on for good chunks of the year. So um, maybe a few less targets to go his way, but he was a grab by me. So... Yeah, for for pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, what did we get him? Three bucks. Yeah, three three dollars of a hundred dollar fab. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's nothing. Um, the other thing I saw happening was a little bit was uh, Hasty out of San Fran getting picked up. Jamichael. It's just gonna be uh, yeah, Jamichael Hasty. It's gonna be a mess. Like, could be messy there. I don't want to. If yeah. I had to bet, it's somebody. It's gonna be Sermon long term. But yeah, this yeah. week I think. Probably Mitchell and Hasty, Hasty mixed in. So, yeah. And uh, um, Jeff Wilson's Jeff back Wilson's too. coming back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's week six to eight, so it's it is a little ways off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's messy. And Shanahan, you never know what's going on. Obviously, Sermon wasn't even in the lineup first week. So. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. So. How's that beer treating you? It is really nice. Uh, definitely needed this this one today, <laughs> but it's going down pretty smooth for sure. I love this thing, and I'll uh, definitely have a couple tonight, no doubt. Yeah, I I needed something good and strong here today. Um, I'm in Alberta. If you if you saw what's happening here with uh, COVID and that, you'd want a good strong drink too. So definitely, yeah, definitely. that's all I'm gonna say. If I'm a little <laughs> rattled, I just yeah, it's been it's been one of those days. So yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, things aren't looking good here. But uh, yeah, the beer is good. <laughs> on a positive note, the beer is good, and football is back. So yeah, exactly. It's a <laughs> it's easy to take your mind off Silver things with, with those going on. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we are going to do a pretty quick recap of Week One's games. We covered Tampa and Dallas uh, on the last podcast, so. Thursday night game's already in the books, and we'll just do the rest of the uh, the slate pretty quick. We're just going to go over something that we saw in that game that stood out to us um, that is, you know, somewhat fantasy relevant. So Sounds good, yeah. Um, yeah. You got you got about half of them here you're going to rip through, and maybe I'll jump in too, but... Yeah, I, uh, in no, no uh, actual order, I just, you know, I went down the list of games and didn't split them up by any... Any categories at all. So. This seems like you picked at least the first team to go here, but... Well, we'll yeah. I'm, I'm a holler. <laughs> <laughs> if, if everyone doesn't know that yet. Uh, yeah, so first game we'll cover, Miami-New England. It was a bit of a heartbreaker. Uh, Miami won 17-16. Um, 
it was a pretty tight game. Tua had a you know a decent game. Mac Jones had a pretty good game for his first NFL game. Um, the run game for the pat. I'm going way too into this, but. Uh, one thing I saw out of this game that stood out to me was Mac Jones had an 83% completion percentage. He had the highest yards per attempt and highest passer rating of all QBs. He looked pretty surgical in this game for, you know, his first NFL game. He uh, he connected. He didn't have any specific receiver that he liked, but yeah, he connected with all of them. So if you're in, you know, two QB leagues or dynasty, he's definitely a guy to look at. Yeah. Aguilar came down with uh, TD. Did did somebody else? Uh, yeah. So the next game I looked at was Philadelphia Atlanta, kind of a blowout. Um, Philly won thirty two six. And what stood out to me in this game was Jalen Hurts. He looked amazing in this game. I know Atlanta's D's nothing to uh, write home about at all, but he delivered a great uh, first week performance. He completed twenty seven of thirty five passes for. Uh, 264 yards and three touchdowns, and he put up over 60 yards on the ground. So a lot of fantasy production from Jalen Hurts. He was one of the guys that I was, um, you know, touting uh, earlier in the podcast this year. So it's good to see him get to, off to a good start. Yeah, this was one of the games that I was really excited for last week. Um, and I was kind of saying, wish I had more Sanders. He delivered and I think benefited from Hurts. And, uh, I mentioned maybe if you're thinking of a debate of your flex position, start Smith, and he did pretty well too. He um, did. I thought Atlanta would put up at least a little bit more of a fight on offense, but that was pathetic. It was. They looked like they didn't know what they were doing at all. Um, yeah, what Pitts had a you know he had five receptions. He looked pretty good, but other than that, nobody really ever stood out. Okay, Ridley didn't yeah. do a whole lot, and they just it was still just like five for thirty-five or something. It wasn't yeah. like. <laughs> Didn't break anything off. Yeah. Uh, New York Jets, Carolina. Uh, Carolina won this game 19-14. to 14. Not a very exciting game. Um, but what did stand out was... Well, I'll do two things quick here. Because McCaffrey, obviously, is amazing. He didn't even score a touchdown. And he still ended up on the week as the RB1. <laughs> which is wild. It just goes to show you how valuable he is. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to mention was the Jets. Oh man, I feel so bad for Zach Wilson. He's going to be running for his life the entire season. They lost uh, Mackay Becton, who was uh, his blindside, you know, lineman. Um, if anyone's a beneficiary of that, Corey Davis is just going to get tons and tons of targets because he's Zach Wilson's going to be thrown for his life all year. Yeah, yeah. Just on that note of McCaffrey, RB one didn't score a touchdown. That's only the second time that's actually happened any week of uh, NFL fantasy football. The first time it happened was 2019, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, LA Chargers and what? Uh, Washington football team. So the Chargers won this game 20 to 16. It was a pretty tight game. Uh, it did have the. Fitzpatrick injury, uh, but you know Heineke stepped in and you know kept kept him in it. Washington's got a pretty good D. Uh, one thing that stood out in this game was uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams combined for 25 targets. Jeez. Yeah. After that, there wasn't a lot going on. 
Eckler didn't even, I don't even think he recorded a catch, to be honest. He did get uh, uh, two goal line touchdowns, so he's he seems like he's Same being used in a different way this year. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously those two guys. Allen was being drafted pretty high already, but uh, Mike Williams was, yeah, like a sixth, seventh rounder guy, and I think he's going to outperform that ADP this year. Yeah, if he stays healthy, that's always his yep. thing, you know. Definitely the caveat. Yeah, but San I agree Fr- with you there. San Francisco Detroit Lions. This was a very high-scoring game. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the scoreboard is a little deceiving. Uh, San Francisco won this one 41-33. Um, but Detroit got back into this game in the second half after San Francisco put in a lot of their second stringers. So high-scoring, just a little deceiving. Uh, what did stick out to me was Debo Samuel. He caught 9 of 12 targets for 189 yards and a touchdown. He had a monster game. Um, yeah. He, he, he broke was, off that huge touchdown. He did. He did. Yeah. That won the week for a lot of people. Won some people some money, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I was going to say was Brandon Ayuk was playing, just not a lot. I don't, he might have had he was 10 out snaps. There. Yeah, he was out there. <laughs> but uh, it, it's in a weird way, it seems like he's been leapfrogged on the depth chart, which is a little surprising because of where he was drafted this year. But uh, Debo Samuel, he's a legit wide receiver too going forward, in my opinion, if he's going to get that many targets. And, yeah, he was he's a, he's a dynamic guy as long as he's healthy. Right on. And shout out to Jay Will, or, uh, Jamal Williams just because we drafted him and I own him, like, almost everywhere. For he sure. had a, a nice game there playing kind of almost equal to Swift in their first game. Yeah, he's looking like a legit flex, you know, low-end RB2 going forward because it's Swift, it's Williams, and it's Hawkinson getting targets in that offense, and that is it. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. This one was tough for Buffalo fans, I'm sure. Uh, Uh, Yeah. 23-16, Pittsburgh won in Buffalo. Um. Pittsburgh, it was strange. None of their guys really did a whole lot. Najee Harris was a bit of a letdown. Uh, All three receivers, you know, average, average games. Uh, But what I wanted to point out was Josh Allen threw 51 times. It it happens a lot with this team. They're a huge throwing offense. Uh, So he's going to, you know, take the reins again this year. It's looking. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. uh, And Devin Singletary, who... Looked like the bell cow uh, for this game. He looked good. Um, yeah, he did look good. He had a little bit of pop and broke off a few runs. Yeah, uh, and he was taken after Zach Moss. So that's a tough one to read. I, I've dropped Zach Moss in a league, so I don't know. If you want to wait on him, go for it. But uh, he was he was a drop candidate for me. Yeah, it seems like that offense wants to move fast, and Singletary knows it. And, yep. Um, yeah, they trust him, I think. Year three for him. Yep. Uh, and then the last game that I covered was Seattle-Indianapolis. Um, 28-16 for Seattle. And if you watched it, what really stuck out, obviously, was Russell Wilson. He was cooking. He was surgical. He threw four touchdowns. He only missed five throws the entire game, which was actually the same as Jameis Winston. Uh, <laughs> he made a lot more. He threw a lot more than Jameis Winston. He did, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then, yeah, all their fantasy studs got a touchdown. So Lockett, Metcalf, Everett, they all got theirs. Yeah, I own a little bit of Everett, so I was pretty happy. Uh, My breakout then, TE candidate. Yeah, yeah. I know you're pretty happy with that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, honorable mention, Naheem Hines. He had a ton of targets, uh, which was good to see. I, I know you were pretty high on him in the offseason. Yeah, I had heard that or read that the running backs in Indianapolis accounted for 43% of their receptions. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have so many good receivers. That's crazy. Yeah, they've got, they got some decent receivers out there. Pascal looked okay. Um, Doyle's got a couple. <laughs> Pittman got a couple. They spread it around a lot. Yeah, they do. Yeah. All right. And then, yeah, your uh, games. Jumping into the ones that I was looking at. Uh, Minnesota, Cincinnati. Cincinnati actually won this one, 27-24. They, they looked pretty good. It wasn't the outcome I expected. I did it. I did think they'd have some offense, but uh, yeah, they look good. Jamar Chase, he had a pretty big debut. Um, I know that made a lot of uh, fantasy owners happy. A lot of people were doing their victory laps on Twitter and whatnot. But uh, he had <laughs> five receptions, 101 yards. He had a TD. Um, so yeah, really. I think if you drafted pieces of Cincy's offense, you can you can trust most of them. Boyd was kind of the quiet one. In that group, Higgins got a TD. Mixon looked great. He was one of four running backs who had over 20 carries, and he had a touchdown as well. Also soaked up a few receptions. So, yeah, since he looked good, that's uh, really what there is to say there. Um, Minnesota, they're they're looking like they're going to be thrown to their three wide receivers primarily this year. Um, Osborne was kind of the the new name on the fantasy landscape this week because he got a lot of targets, but yeah, Thielen and Jefferson yep. did what you expect. For sure. So yeah, Osborne was decent. He's a, he's a slot receiver there, so awesome, awesome targets. I don't know if anyone's going to pick him up really, but maybe or with Herb Smith down, like they don't really have a tight end option, some like name to keep on your radar. But yeah, I wouldn't run out and grab him. Um, next one. Jacksonville and Houston, uh, weirdly high-scoring game, uh, <laughs> no defense, and Houston won 37-21. Um, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence was three touchdowns, three interceptions. He's got some growth to do, but um, he's stuck in a bad situation. He really, sure the news there is their backfield was just terribly ineffective, and it actually, I think, touches favored Carlos Hyde which really sucks for um, your Robinson drafters. But, uh, yeah, neither was very good. And then on the Houston side of the ball, ball, Cooks had a good game, and the backfield was really kind of the story. Um, Melvin Ingram, surprisingly, led the pack there. Uh, Again, he was one of those four RBs to go over 20 carries. I think he had 25. Wasn't super effective. Plotted out 85 yards and a touchdown, but... 85 yards and a touchdown is good, whether it comes in 25 carries or 15. So it's something. I went out and grabbed him just because 
volume matters. Yeah, and sure. then uh, David Johnson might have bailed you out if you started him. He had a receiving TD, but maybe only one carry and like two catches. He was not really that involved. Just a little shout out to uh, Brandon Cooks. I had him on my squad, and he just went off. So he's he's going to make a lot of uh, a lot of fantasy owners happy this year. I think just volume is is key for him. So it, it's yeah. wild that I had him on my roster, <laughs> but I'm glad <laughs> it I did. Is. Yeah, it was the probably the pick that you made that blew my mind the most was Cooks, but yeah, it paid off. Um, Arizona and Tennessee. This game was all Arizona. Nothing about Tennessee made you happy if you owned any piece of that. But uh, Henry busted, and really, Murray looked good. I think he had um, three three touchdowns through the air and maybe one rushing. Yep, you got um, it. Almost 300 yards. He had a pick, but he looked good. And he did did spread it around a little bit, but D-Hop and uh, Christian Kirk looked really good. So um, DeAndre Hopkins especially. So I think that offense is going to be good. And then their backfield, uh, Edmonds and Connor kind of split things pretty, pretty closely there. Edmonds yeah. might have finished with some more catches. Yeah, I think uh, James Conner got like 16 carries or something like that, which that's a lot. They were up by a bunch, but still. Yeah. When those become red zone carries and goal line carries, you're going to see Conner, you know, in uh, RB1 territory on some weeks. Yep. Um, Denver, New York. New York Giants, that is. Uh, Denver, 127-13. The big news there was Judy's out. Um, so yeah, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, maybe your fill-ins, maybe a few more targets going Sutton and Fanceway. Sutton would have kind of a quiet game, um, like three for 15 or something. It wasn't very good, but, uh, he's just getting back from that injury. So maybe there'll be more opportunity coming his way. And then, uh, Melvin Gordon, he had a really good game. He cracked a hundred yards and got a TD. So um javante a little quite a bit less work and kind of came more at the end of the game when they were icing it away and just running that clock down but i think that split should even itself out as the year progresses and if not and you drafted gordon good for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was a big target for uh zero rb strategies and drafts right yeah it's worked out for us in a couple places yep yeah, I guess honorable mention, Shepard. He was over 100 yards in, uh, and a touchdown, too. So, Jones is looking his way, at least. Yeah, he, uh, you know, Sterling Shepard always seems to do this when he's healthy. So, yeah, if he's out there, go grab him if you want, like, a flex play. Yeah, he's a he's a high-target guy, and they're probably going to be playing from behind a fair bit. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the most shocking game on the docket that I have was the Green Bay and New Orleans game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> New Orleans, they came into Green Bay and did this, right? They were on they the road, yep. 138 to 3. Yep. Um, Green Bay just, they sucked. Like, it was just bad. Yeah. Um, you had, there was no single fantasy piece that made you happy about your week. I think Rodgers ended up with like two to four points, depending on how you score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on the other side of the ball, a lot of the opposite. Jameis 
five touchdowns, no picks, no picks for Jameis was almost the story more than the five TDs, but um, it was a little bit of a fluky game. Like he really did only throw for 148 yards. So he only threw it 20 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like wildly, wildly efficient. Um, 20 times five TDs under 150 yards. Um, Kamara did Kamara things and racked up uh, good yardage. I don't think he cracked 100, but close, and then had a receiving touchdown, too. Yep. Um, yeah. Low passing volume, so the receivers um, didn't do a whole lot. Nobody had more than three receptions. Juwan Jackson really... ended up being the hot waiver pickup, but yeah. What were it you was really spread that? around. Yeah, it was really spread around. Like, uh, <laughs> there were some guys that I didn't even recognize that were getting touchdowns. Yeah, I was looking at the list of receivers, and there was like eight or nine guys that picked up receptions. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, spread twenty out eight ways, and yeah, nobody gets a lot. It made me feel a little uneasy about uh, Marquez Callaway, but we'll we'll hold on to him for another week and see what happens. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that you could trust somebody in there, and not every game is going to be this blowout. So yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't get. Super excited about Jameis. Um, or the rest of that offense, for that matter. Other than Kamara. Um, Cleveland and Kansas Kansas City. Cleveland played a good game and kept it close. Um, it did ultimately lose, 33-29. Um, Mahomes did Mahomes things. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. Three of those were um, through the air. One rushed in. Um, but really, I think... The biggest performance was Tyreek Hill just going off. 11 receptions, 197 yards, and just just one, only one TD with those numbers. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was huge. That helped us out big time. It sure did. Uh, between us, we own a lot of Hill. We so. do. We have a lot <laughs> of shares in Hill this year. And, like, going, like, seventh-round picks, we were like, yep, yeah, take Hill here. Yep. And this is why you do it, because it wins you weeks. But, yeah. Other side of the ball, ball, um, Chubb was really good, and Hunt scored as well. You can trust that backfield, I think. So, yeah. Anything else there? Um, Kelsey was fantastic, too. Yeah, Kelsey <laughs> did his thing. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't think any of the Cleveland receivers were really uh, anything really no. to, you know, to talk about. In, in fantasy wise, so OBJ was out and looks yeah. like he'll be out again. Yeah, Landry, you know, a couple catches like he does, but other than that, nothing really on Cleveland side. They were winning this game until like the fourth quarter, so it's just, I mean, Mahomes decided to take it over. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cleveland should be a competitive team most of the year, definitely. And uh, I don't know, is OBJ back this week? I thought I got an update. No, he's out again. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, He'll be, I'm pretty sure that was the update I saw. He's out again. Okay. So I don't know if you'll be able to, if he's the receiver, you'll be able to trust there. Eventually they're going to have to hit a receiver, but. Yeah, that's tough. It's Wednesday and we got that update that he's out. So I, I don't know how close he is to playing. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him for a little bit more. Um, Chicago and Rams. Rams looked really good. And I think that's the big fantasy relevant story is like Stafford. Stafford was airing it out. He wasn't afraid to check it. Um, he hit Van Jefferson on a huge play to start the game. Um, he, If he drafted Cup, you were loving it. He had 
<laughs> breakfast with cup every day for a couple of hours <laughs> and then you went out and saw the chemistry on the field because he had like over 100 yards too bunch of catches touchdown um i guess the surprise out of there was woods had a quiet game i don't know if that will be the trend and they'll truly be a wide receiver one in cup and a wide receiver two in woods or if that goes back to more of like golf era 1a1b but yeah, Woods does that. yeah, yeah. i find woods woods kind of has games like that where he goes quiet and then somehow he'll still be you know wide receiver 18 by the end of the year or something yeah 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 you know yeah and he, he's really good with the ball in his hands so um maybe that's just stafford you know adjusting to him and knowing if i hit him 10 yards out he'll make another 15 for me out of it yeah but, um yeah they're so, honest and had a nice game he did he did yep um, you weren't disappointed if you drafted Henderson, um, something like 70 yards in a TD on the ground. Yeah. So pretty solid there. And then on the other side of the ball, it was a hot mess in their passing game, but um, David Montgomery was good. He so. was. Yeah, he <laughs> sure was. And uh, you got it. Well, he was over 100 yards too. He was. He was. Yeah. Um, I don't think their receivers did anything. And Allen looked. Or, Alan Robinson, sorry, looked frustrated leaving the field. Um, I forget who they play this week, but I have a feel. I remember it being a tough matchup, and I think it could be an ugly one for Dalton again. I'm just waiting for them to pull him out of the game and get Fields in there. They need to. Let, they, let's get yeah, this over with. <laughs> they play the Bengals actually. So oh, that's a, you know not that tough of a matchup, but Bengals play uh, Minnesota well. <laughs> so if it gets out of hand early and Bengals are playing well. Get Dalton out of there. What are we doing? Dalton benched against his whole team. Could you imagine? Oh, I'd love to see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last game on the docket was uh, the Monday Nighter. And what a Monday Nighter it was. It was, it was fun. Um, it was the Baltimore and Vegas Raiders game. Vegas won 33-27 in a wild overtime finish. Um, this game had a, a pretty high over-under, and it also had um, – Vegas did win unexpectedly, but um, they were projected within three points of uh, each other at the start of the game, so it delivered there. But uh, what I saw, Waller could definitely be the tight end one this year. He got peppered. And then uh, – I guess the other takeaway is the Baltimore backfield. It's going to be a tricky one for you. Um, I guess you you have a few pieces of the Baltimore backfield. What do you think? I do. Um, I was pretty happy for the first half of the game. Tyson Williams was, uh, you know, the main guy. Latavius Murray barely, you know, was in the game relieving him at all. Um, but heading into the midway through the third and fourth, uh, it kind of swung, so Latavius Murray was in there a bunch more, and Tyson Williams is, um, you know, taking some breaks. Uh, part of it, he had a couple handoffs. Like he, he's a younger guy, and he probably didn't get a lot of you know first team reps in practice, so he did fumble the ball with uh, Lamar Jackson a couple times there. So I think that was part of it. Um, yeah, I'm a little more uneasy about his workload, but I think he is the J.K. Dobbins of the team and Latavius Murray is the Gus Edwards. So there was going to be a split heading into the season with those two guys. Uh, and 
you know, I think it'll be similar with these two guys. I don't think Le'Veon Bell plays a huge factor. Devonta Freeman, not at all. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I'm looking at. Um, and we're, all, like, kind of only guessing at what the game plan was, but I did see some uh, suggestions that Latavius Murray was kind of just more trusted in a hurry-up offense and pass protection, and that's why he was in there near the end because they knew they were going to have to throw it and be in a shootout with Baltimore. So um, Murray's just like, he's a vet. He knows how to pass protect. So they got him in there for that versus kind of the the undrafted rookie who still figuring out pass protection in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Murray might be more a thorn in Tyson Williams' owner's sides by the end of the year and just vulturing some TDs because he has a good goal line back too. Yeah. He did it to Kamara once in a while too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That is week one slate of games. So with that being in the books, um, what are you looking forward to in week two? Which, uh, yeah, pick one game you're looking forward to. Uh, um, I can, do, you ha- do you have one or I can start it off if you want some time? No, you kick it off. I've, I've got one in the back of my head here, but yeah. Okay. Um, Chiefs Ravens, Sunday night football. Uh, I think it'll be an AFC Championship preview. Um, yeah, this is this is going to be a stellar game. The Chiefs will win. The Ravens' O line is is a little bit decimated, so uh, you're going to have Frank Clark, uh, Chris Jones barreling down on Lamar, and he's, he'll be running around lots. So it, it'll be an exciting game. Uh, both these QBs. So yeah, that's the game I'm looking forward to. Nice. Um, the one that I think I'm looking forward to, kind of tuning almost for the same reasons, but uh titans and seahawks um seahawks just look like they're going to be an exciting offense and it's always nice when the players people drafted to kind of trust and play every week are are delivering on that um lockett had that lockett had a huge game uh, metcalf a little quieter but yeah um i want to see if the titans can bounce back against a decent opponent um because they should be better than they were last week uh, with the addition of Julio. Henry only had 53 yards. They've got to fix that. Um, the other one, similar, um, just because I want to see the lines do terribly and they will do <laughs> amazing at the same time is the Packers and Lions on Monday night. Yeah. Um, if there's any game that Rodgers can bounce back in, it's going to be that one. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Feel bad for the Lions. Yeah, they they should beat them. Like, what's going on, Rogers? But um, <laughs> yeah, if they lose, oh boy, yeah, yeah, that, that Rogers storyline. I was I was hyping up a few podcasts ago. I'll be uh, that's it'll be juicy after that one. All right, so lastly, it is our League of Leagues update. Um, we did win our quarterfinal match, so we are entrenched in the semis right now. A uh, little bit afraid to look because it's, it's a tight one for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, we're currently actually down, but we're projected to outscore him on the week, so that, that's a bit of a wait and see. 
it it's currently projected an eight point win for us. So it's close. <laughs> it's very tight. We would probably have to burn our last two waiver pickups, which we were trying to avoid. Yeah. Uh, and I think save. we're gonna need to. Yeah. Do what we gotta do to get to the finals. Yeah. Um yeah, and then the only other thing that's really going on right now, uh, outside of football, we actually won our first week of football. I guess that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, some guys really show up there. Tyreek Hill, D-Hop, Murray. It was a good week. We yeah. lost most of it. Yep, that's okay. And uh, yeah. we'll figure that out. Jay Will came through, so it looks like we got a good replacement. Yeah, for sure. And we have Kareem Hunt, too. So yeah, should be okay. Zero sure. hour we can work out. Lastly, um, the hockey draft order was announced. And we ended up at uh, the four spot. So we ended up with one of those top, you know, four guys, Austin Matthews, hopefully. Yeah, that's a place to be. I think once you're past four, you don't quite get that same tier of stud player. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. And uh, actually, you might have even, you might have missed it, but they did set our um nba draft in that league so i did i just got that yeah yeah and we're like we're the 12th pick there so yeah right at the back that's all right i draft from that spot all the time in football and i have success so (laughs) it kind of helps us in a funny way because both of our keepers are kept in odd rounds so we do keep them for the very last peak a pick of the last rounds there or at least i guess that's true yeah targeted like fifth and ninth or something yeah Nice. Yeah. yeah, a little extra value. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll update you on the uh, semifinal matchup next next podcast. Uh, we're going to try to do them Tuesday or Wednesday just to keep that routine going. But Yeah, uh, try to squeeze them in before, between the Monday and Thursday games there. You got it. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's about a wrap, eh? Yep, that's about it for me. I'm ready for a big New York Giants-Washington football team game on Thursday night. And <laughs> yeah, get back into week two. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. The week seems short now with football back, so... <laughs> Sweet, yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes the weeks fly by. Um, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, yep. Follow us at beer talking, beer underscore talking on Twitter and uh, yeah we'll record another one next week sounds good enjoy the weekend of football guys yeah good luck everyone